The Astros defeated the Mets. They get away to an off day as they fly to L.A. to take on the Dodgers. That's right. Not exactly the 2017 World Series matchup you're expecting, but hot bats are taken off to L.A. Let's talk about this and what the Astros need to do to keep their winning ways up on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Houston Astros, when we are your daily Astros podcast, I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. You can find the show at Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you get your social medias, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just know that today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being the perfect fit, same as your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Motors guaranteed fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. Becoming every dayer. And just realize that coming up this Friday night, we do have a really cool event for those of y'all in the Houston area. We will be live at Home Run Dugout in Katy. You can look at the exact address. It's Grand Parkway in Katy, Texas. Look up Home Run Dugout in your GPS. Come check us out. At 8 o'clock, we will be doing a live broadcast from Home Run Dugout. Come before, hang out with us before 8 o'clock. We'll be in a bay hitting some home runs, hitting some bombs. And then at 9-10, the Dodgers game starts. And we will watch the Astros and Dodgers. We'll be giving away game tickets and things like that for you Astros fans. So come out and hang with us. Thank you all so much for tuning in. What a great game today. Look, the Astros won. They went out there and they took care of business. And it kind of had a funky start to it. And before we get into that, I got one more thing to mention. Because, And I, I've got to mention this. And I know we have fans that listen to our show, not only across the United States, but across the globe. We've got listeners in Australia and Thailand and Mexico and Puerto Rico up in Canada. We've got Alaska. I know that's not another country, but it feels like it because it's so far up there. We've got people all over this planet, and we have Los Angeles-based Astros fans. We got an email today from um, from our friend Alex and David. Him and his son watch us every day. They started. He started loving the Astros. His son did when he was in 2019 when the Astros went to the World Series. We remember that year. Unfortunately, it didn't go our way. But thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for um, hanging out with us. Let's go ahead and start this first segment talking about, look, this game, 12 pitchers were used, 31 at-bats were taken with runners in scoring position. I mean, there was a lot going on. The Astros were 4 for 13 with runners in scoring position. The, the Mets were 4 for 18 with runners in scoring position. So we did a little bit better with fewer chances. 
But the first inning was weird. Javier, I don't know what's going on. His velocity is down. He isn't as sharp. He's still 7-1 and one on the season. He still is when the Astros, when he pitches his last 20 starts, the Astros are 16-4. and four. He leads in all categories in the last 20 starts for ERA, innings pitch, strikeouts. But this year, he hasn't had the stuff. Literally, in this series, Javier got, or in this game, in, in the first inning, got out of the bases loaded jam two different times. And that was really, really weird to see because usually when a pitcher gets into a bases loaded jam with no outs, give up runs. And what's amazing is he went into this game or he went into this inning. He didn't give up any runs. He got out of that bases loaded jam twice. Pete Alonzo hit a ball to Javier. Javier goes home to Maldonado. He touches home. Maldonado throws, and Pete Alonzo was clearly in the base path. The ball hit. It, at first, I thought Dubon just fumbled the ball. It wasn't Dubon. Pete Alonzo was called out on an interference call. That was two outs right there. The runners had to go back to first to second. That's how you got the next bases loaded thing. And then the Astros put up a zero spot on there. So Javier started out really, really, really slow. This game today was really, was really, really wild. I, I mean, it was, it was just something that you would, you would write a storybook about it and you would see the outcome, but you wouldn't believe it because the beginning was so fickle, was so odd. Chris and Javier just seemed to not have his stuff, but the offense was there to back him up. In that first inning, you had a wild pitch where Mauricio Dubon scored. Kyle Tucker went to third. Then Alex Bregman singled on a ground ball. Kyle Tucker scored. The Astros go up to nothing. And then what was interesting about this game is the Mets responded with three runs of their own. That's right. They responded with three runs, and they seem to take command of this game. They go up four to two. And it looks like, okay, the Astros are going to lose this game. They're not going to be able to come back. And then what do you know? They get up in the bottom of the third. Corey Jolks singles on a ground ball to Brandon Nimmo. Kyle Tucker scores. Alex Bregman scores. He ties it up four to four Astros. And then what do you know? Chas McCormick comes in, hits another home run. He is absolutely on fire. This kid is raking right now. He is really hitting the ball well. In the second segment, we'll talk about who's hot and who's not right now with the bat. But then you go to the fourth inning and the Mets come back. You know, the Astros are up six to four. Then the Mets come back. They tie it up six to six. Um, then bottom of the fourth, they go up seven to six. Then they go up nine to six off of Alex Bregman hits, off of Mauricio Dubon off of Yanner Diaz. Look, Yanner Diaz is the man. He is just the person right now that you want in that batter's box every single game. And whether he's playing first, whether he's DH, or whether he is at the plate, behind the plate, I think he needs to get some starts as catcher because of these last 10 games, I believe Maldonado has been catching nine of them. Yanner Diaz needs to catch. Maldonado's pop time is not great. Uh, Maldonado's pop time was terrible today. He could not throw out a single runner. Um, look, a lot of people think Jolks is a man, too. Corey Jolks is is definitely phenomenal. 
Um, he's taken advantage of all the opportunities he's getting. Some people feel like it should be McCormick or Myers getting those opportunities, but for, but nonetheless, it is Jolks who is stepping up. He's taking advantage of his opportunities. Um, and that reminds me that you need to take advantage of every opportunity you have when it comes to wearing the right clothes, getting the right stuff for you. And that is in bird dogs. If you go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB, they are the place you want to go because their shorts are comfortable. They're not just your regular khakis. They allow for maximum movement. They're designed for a slimmer fit, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit better than regular shorts. They're not made of stiff, restricting cotton. They use this anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I was wearing my bird dogs yesterday and I happened to have to deal with a flat tire. So I'm changing my tire. It's 108,000 degrees in this Texas heat. And thank God I had my bird dogs on because I definitely did not get as hot as I normally would wearing just a regular pair of shorts. And so that right there is evidence in itself that you need to go check out bird dogs. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And if you tune in to the game, you're not able to watch the game. You need to make sure that you check out the Astros when they play the Los Angeles Dodgers on Friday night, 9, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with the Sirius XM app on the SXM app. Search Astros. <laughs> and if you've ever been a PC guy like I am now and you switch back to an old MacBook and every time you mention that radio station XM you know what XM your little window comes up and the computer wants to talk to you so I'm sorry I'm not going to talk to the computer I refuse right now but the third inning Chaz hit a home run scored Corey Jolks in the fourth inning again the Mets countered with with um with two runs of their own it was six to six then the Astros would come back and counter with three, another Dubon double. Bregman brings home Dubon. Then Diaz hits that home run. It's nine to six. Just recapping, make sure we're on the right track. Then the Mets make it eight to nine with the Pete Alonso two-run home run. And then the Astros scored in the seventh. Jolks. Um, they scored Jolks on a throwing error, error to on a throwing error on a Pena single. That gives them the 10th run. And then Presley comes in and gets the save. How about Presley? I, I mean, let's talk about him in the third segment. But right now, the three hottest hitters in this lineup in the last 10 games, Kyle Tucker, 306, Altuve and Diaz, both 297. Bregman is getting better. He's heating up a little bit, and we've seen more from him. But it's these three hitters right here, Tucker, Altuve, and Diaz. If Diaz hasn't earned himself a spot in the lineup more consistently, then I don't know what else the guy has to do in order to get that spot and and keep it not not just every once in a while but literally keep his spot there in the lineup um when you look at all the bats and what they've done it, it is it is really a, a a good thing to see i know the win against verlander there was only four runs i get that 
but your offense is moving. Your offense is doing what it's supposed to do. It's winning ball games. Your relief pitching right now, Montero looked absolutely abysmal today. I want to get to that in the third segment. But right now, Jose Altuve is up to 256. Dubon is still at 292. Um, Kyle Tucker's at 274. Yanir Diaz, 277. And right now, has got the highest OPS on the team, 812. The second highest OPS, Chas McCormick. He hit the home run today, 795. Then your third guy, Jose Altuve and Kyle Tucker. So I gave you the three guys that are the hottest hitting average-wise. Give you the four guys that are hottest hitting uh, OPS-wise and who are not your hot hitters. Well, Martin Maldonado, obviously a classically low 557 OPS. Corey Jolks, not a very high OPS, but he contributed today. Um, and then you have Pena at 719. And then Bregman's a little bit higher at 740. You would like to see Bregman around 800. You would like to see Altuve around 800. You'd like to see Tucker on 800, but they, you know, the numbers are what they are. So the who's hot and who's not right now, the who's not, obviously it's going to be Maldonado. Jolks compared to where everybody else is, Jolks, Bregman, and, um, you know, Payne is at 719 right now, but he's getting his hits here and there. He was more selective today. And that was another key to this victory today was they recognized early that the pitcher was pitching outside of the zone. I don't know if you noticed that this dude was all over the map. They weren't so aggressive that they were swinging at everything. You know, there've been times when this team has swung so much that I literally compare it to when I play a baseball video game. When I play MLB, this show, I can't pick up a slider outside of the zone to save my life. I literally swing at every pitch. Probably shouldn't say that in case I maybe play someone one day, get a little online action with Locked on Astros and some gamer. Man, I would get totally crushed. I, I just can't see those pitches for nothing. Um, but this was a fun game to watch. It was back and forth. Uh, I got a message from one of our listeners on Twitter saying it was his first ever Astros game. And he said it felt like a playoff game. And I'm so happy that he got to experience that. Um, yeah, the, the Rangers and White Sox, as we speak, are tied one-to-one. Look, if you keep winning, you keep the pressure on the Rangers, the pressure's on them. We've been the hunted before. We know what that's like. People are gunning for the Rangers now like they would be gunning for us in the past because they're the guys that are playing really some of the best baseball right now in all of baseball. And you have to recognize that. And I think we've always been willing to do that, but I want to just jump into it because I'm going to, I'm going to meld this into the last part of the second segment into the third segment. But what do you do with Rafael Montero? Rafael Montero signed one of the biggest deals a relief pitcher has signed in recent history. A three-year deal. And when you look at his record, and at, look, I was, I praise the Astros for signing him. I didn't think about the implications of the three-year deal in lieu of his sporadic success. He'll be good one year. He'll be terrible the next. And But that's typically how relief pitchers go. You notice they signed Stanek to a one-year deal, okay? Signed Stanek to a one-year deal because... He's a relief pitcher. 
you don't typically give relief pitcher three-year deals because one year they'll be great. The next year they'll be pedestrian. The next year they'll be great. You literally can find on Twitter radio hosts from this town that will ask, is it possible to DFA a guy that you just paid a three-year multi-million dollar deal to? And I'm like, wow. Like last year, Montero was my guy. Do y'all remember how good he was? Do you remember how he and how stellar him and Stanek both were? Well, they're having off years, okay? Stanek, I mean, the the ERA, when you look at when you look at Montero last year compared to this year, and I'm going to see if I can, I know I had this pulled up earlier, but oh my gosh, when you look at Rafael Montero and you look at 2022, Compared to 2023, it is night and day. It's like, are you sure this is the same pitcher? And I'm just going to give you some of these, some of these basic stat lines for what he what he did last year. I'm going to go with the standard. I'm not going to go with stat cast because that will just blow us all out of the water too. <laughs> Look at his stat cast stats. But talking about standard. Pitching stats for Rafael Montero from 2022 to 2023. Last year, he had 14 saves at this point. He had a he had a 2.37 ERA. Okay, not at this point. 71 games pitched. Okay, 68.1 innings, 14 saves. He had he gave up 47 hits, 22 runs, 18 earned runs, three home runs. That's it. 23 walks, 73 strikeouts, a whip of 102. Now get that in your mind. That's the Montero we're talking about. Let's look at 2023 Montero. One save, 7.04 ERA, 32 games start or 32 games pitched, 30.2 innings pitched, 42 hits. So at 68 innings in 2022, he gave it 47. In 30 innings, he's given up 42. Last year in 68 innings, he gave up 22 runs. This year, he's already given up 25. He gave up 18 earned runs in 68 innings. This year, 24 in 30 innings. Three home runs last year, six this year. 23 walks last year, 13 this year. 73 strikeouts last year, 35 strikeouts this year. A 1.75 whip. Now, you tell me. The fans, the listeners, what do you think we need to do with Montero? Can we fix him? Can the Astros pitching staff fix him? We do know Stanek has gone from a 1.15 ERA club record, and he's his his ERA has ballooned as well. Um, I don't have his ERA right here. I'll have to look it up real quick. But let him pitch this year. Then, oh, you're saying DFA him at the end of the season. But, man, that's a lot of crow to eat. That's a lot of admitting that you're wrong. And do you think the Astros are willing to do that? Someone said best bet is to try and fix him. And I bet you they're working on that right now. So Stanek's at a 4.70 ERA right now. Stanek has had 25 games, 23 innings pitched, 22 strikeouts, a whip of 1.61. Yeah, his career ERA is 3.44 with a career whip of 1.30. So 
he's clearly not having the best year. <laughs> Prey Montero feels discomfort. You know what? There's one way to get a guy on the IL and get him fixed, and that's to put him on the IL, give him an injury, tell him his shoulder hurts, send him to the minors, retool his stuff, what he's doing. But look, if you want to go watch the Astros live on TV, you can check them out at Hooters. If you want great wings, great brew, and the service of the world-famous Hooters girls, you got to go to Hooters. From Humble, I'm sorry, people from Humble, from Humble to Pearland, from Katy to Seabrook, from Baytown to Galveston to anywhere in between in Houston is your local area Hooters. They have specials every week. This week, I went and I had the burger and fries for $9.99. They were phenomenal at the Hooters in Pearland. On Mondays, they have buy one, get one wings. If you're to go there today, they have the $19.99 wings and Big Daddy Bundle. On Friday, $19.83 crab legs. Saturday and Sunday, kids eat free. You need to check them out. I promise you, you'll love their world-famous Bruce on tap. They have they have um, $9.99. I'm sorry, they have $3 Blue Moon Drafts or $9.99 Michelob Ultra Pitchers. No matter the occasion, Hooters is there to make you happy. Tell them that the guys from Locked On Astros sent you. And make sure that you catch the Astros and the Dodgers on Friday night, 9, 10 p.m. If you're not able to watch the game, every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with Sirius XM with the SXM app, search Astros. And one last thing, guys and girls, if you're listening, you got to check out our YouTube channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And this Friday, come hang out with us June 23rd, 8 p.m. We have a live podcast there at Home Run Dugout. Before that, we'll be hitting some bombs in one of the bays. And then at 9, 10, the Dodgers and Astros play. We'll be having giveaways, game tickets. Um, we'll be giving away bobbleheads. And, but you have to stay and watch the game with us. A second inning, we'll start doing giveaways. Before the show, we may do one or two, but we want you guys and gals to come hang out with us at Home Run Dugout. Um, so let's continue on, yes, sir, a live show. We'll be doing the show live, so y'all can hoot and holler, and you'll be able to hear yourself on the internet when you go back home and check it out. So, look, Montero can't be sent down to AAA because he's out of options. The only way you send him to AAA is if he gets injured and has rehab assignment to do before he goes back up. And I don't know if you can do it. I don't think a 10 day IL does that. I don't know if you want a 60 day IL that guy, but if you do that, who are you going to get? Are you going to get arms at the trade that deadline, put them on a long stint IL? I'm not sure how all that stuff works. Um, I pride myself in knowing a lot about baseball, but I don't know every single thing, but Martinez. Yeah, he, he's okay. Um, Stanek hasn't, been super great. He hasn't been terrible. Montero is just the guy that just when he goes out there, he just scares the living daylights out of me. I was like, why are they putting Montero in? And of course, it was a usage thing. He was the one that had the most availability. But we've got to give props. We've got to give props to one Ryan Presley. Ryan Presley gets out on the mound two games in a row, two saves in a row. He's got it rocking. He's got it rolling. He's missing bats. He's getting strikeouts, two strikeouts today to add to his total. It's absolutely phenomenal. I love it. I love to see it. Ryan Presley, I love to see when he comes back. Yeah, Matt Gage could come up, but Matt Gage has not done jack squat with this team. Ryan Presley, like he admitted that he was doing terrible, 
And he said, you know what? I'm coming back. Forget this dude. I am not going to let people um, sit on me too long. So Ryan Presley, congratulations. Got that. You got another save under your belt. Absolutely love to see it because this guy works his tail off. This guy genuinely cares for what he does um, while he's on the mound. And if anybody wants it, definitely someone like Ryan Presley wants it, earned his 14th save. So I saved this, you know, for last um, since this. Well, actually, um, I didn't get to do it yesterday, but I usually like to do a wide world of baseball. And since we're doing this early enough, I want to talk to you all about a couple of stories that aren't Houston Astros before we get going. Um, have you seen this kid that is hitting the absolute cover off the ball, Luis Arise or Ares, um, out of out of the out of the Marlins baseball team, literally chasing history. He's at 328 right now. He has 31 multi-hit games. This kid is absolutely going for 400. So um Arise can become the first Marlin to hit for the cycle. He became the first one to hit for the cycle on April 11th. He flirted with the 400 average in June. And the late Hall of Famer, Ted Williams, is the last player in American League or National League history to hit 400, doing so in 1941 at 4.06. It would be interesting to see if this kid can stay at 400. Another story that's out there is, have y'all seen the latest All-Star votes? There are some Astros that are on the cusp of being elected, and there are some names that sound familiar when you mention All-Star. Jose Altuve is still in third place behind Simeon and Merrifield. I don't know that he's going to catch Simeon. Alex Bregman is fifth at third base. Um, quite a ways away, Jeremy Pena quite a ways away from the top three spots. I know it's the top four go, but 302,000 versus Bo Bichette, 1.5 million. Then in the outfield, Jordan Alvarez hanging on to the fourth spot. He's about 300,000 in front of Kiermaier. I think he hangs in there. And Martin Maldonado is fifth on the catcher list. I question that. Thank you, Houston fans, for your loyalty. And designated hitter, Corey Jolks is number five. He's about 60,000 or 59,000 under Harold. Ramirez, this ends Thursday. So if you're listening to this, try to get your votes in. Look, why not vote for Jolks? Why not get him into that second round? I mean, look, I know he's got one of the lowest OPSs on the team, but the kid's a grinder. He's a hometown kid. We've had him on the show. He's a friend of the show. Vote for him. I don't vote for Otani because everybody else does. Okay. So sue me. No, wait, actually, don't do that. Don't sue me. Um, I don't know that I have the funds to carry the retainer, but I digress. So I just want to say thank y'all so much for um, hanging out. Sorry for the beginning, a little bit of a rough start here. I've got new technology, actually a 12-year-old computer that I'm working from until my good computer comes back. Um, Eric the Man Heisman is out of the box tonight. He will be back on our next show. Again, Friday, we got a live show. Come hang out with us, Home Run Dugout. Thank y'all for tuning in to Locked on Astros. And make sure that if you don't get to watch the game, you listen to the game, catch every pitch of the Astros' hometown broadcast. Their next game is Friday against the Dodgers, 9, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time on the SXM app. Search Astros. This has been another great show. Sorry I did not get to all your comments. I saw you guys and girls in there commenting, and we do appreciate you. We love you.
and thank you to our guys out in the combo out there, Dave and Alex, for listening. You guys rock. Hey, no matter where you're listening, whether you're in Costa Rica, Panama, Japan, Thailand, or even on Mars, we love every one of y'all. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with us. This has been another edition of Locked on Astros. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse, and Eric the Man Husband, who's not here, says what's up. He'll catch you on the flippity-flop. And remember, we are your team every single day. Go Strokes. Go take it to the Dodgers and remind them who they traded us for Jordan Alvarez.